Brian, and today is Tuesday, January 9th, 2024, and this is episode 607 of the Lots Project Podcast, where we're defying norms and designing freedom. Today's episode is titled Be Wary of the Key Fobs, and I'll pay a little tribute to the Tinfoil Tuesday tradition. Uh, we started a ways back with a chat about key fobs. Another observation from Chicksaw uh, State Park, a windy night of casualties around here, and a little bit more. But let's first grab a cup of coffee, commiserate with Pip in the comments, because we'll talk about what happened to him. We'll catch up on the rest of the live comments, see who's hanging out, and we'll dive into all that stuff in a little bit. Whew, weather this morning, guys. Weather, weather, weather. And uh, might be in and out on the cell service, or on the internet service. Um, internet service uh, could get a little wonky with the... The rainstorms moving through that started about uh, two o'clock yesterday afternoon. So, been a day, guys. It's been a day. Good morning, Pip. Um, I want to uh, start here before we even talk about who else is in the chat. Pip has a tragedy on his hands. He um, he needs to be talked off the shelf. We need to figure out something to do with him because somebody stole his damn coffee maker at work. Who does that? Who does that? Pip, uh, Pip showed up to work this morning. He brought his uh, his home coffee maker in to work on Saturday. Had a couple days off, like you should be able to do. Shows back up today, and the coffee maker got legs and walked away. I think that is, um, well, whoever did it gets what they deserve. Good morning, Pip. Hope your day gets better. Good morning, Chris Dixon. How we doing? Jim checking in from Lakeland. How we doing? Rewilder Life. Uh, yeah, they were in early uh, having a little chat fest this morning. It was, uh, they stepped in early. Thanks for joining in, Rachel. K Bonk, good morning. 34 degrees there. I got some weather to talk about a little later. And Chris Dixon's wondering who Norm is. Uh, haven't figured that out yet, but it isn't me. It isn't me, and I don't think it's most people in this chat. So there it is. Um, uh, Pip says Florida Panhandle is getting tornadoes. Yeah, I was um, perusing the the full time RVer groups last night a little bit. Uh, it seemed like everyone I scrolled past had a "What do I do? What do I do? Um, what do I do if the weather's going to be bad?" I'm like, that's a good question. We kind of reserved ourselves to the fact that it is what it is. Um, the advice people were giving was interesting, though. Uh, yesterday, this morning, I uh, was catching up a little bit on posts that I missed about the situation. And one lady was like, she had the radar pulled up. It was a screenshot of the radar. So this is what's going through my head in real time. She took a picture, screenshot of the radar, and literally there was a red, a red um, thunderstorm like on the radar was uh, probably three minutes from hitting her dot location on the on the screen from what it looked like to me, and um, it was. I was like, okay, that's about ready to get hit. She's like, my slides are pulled in, and my my RV's unhooked from power and everything. Should I go hook it up to the truck and leave? And I was like, how fast can you hook your trailer up to a truck? Because holy crap, that thing's about ready to smoke you. And I would want to be on the road. I'd want to be hunkered down in uh, at least park there. I don't know. You think you're going to outrun a tornado with your uh, your truck and your trailer or just try to avoid it? I don't know what the what the thought process there was. Anyway, anyway, it was uh, interesting to read. I don't say I don't think that I have the answers because uh, I don't know. I don't know. Corey and I have talked about it many times and we just don't know what the what the ideal thing to be to do would be if a storm was that bad. Um, yeah, I don't know. We had some rough weather yesterday. I'll talk about that in a little while. We lost uh, we lost some things and uh, yeah, it is what it is. It is what it is. Morning, Backwoods Butcher. How we doing? Um, Jim says there's a microwave at the rec center here. Someone stole it but replaced it with their old one. <laughs> did they did they steal it or did they um did it break and they replaced it? 
you know how you know how all you old folks forget things maybe they maybe they put a, a, a piece of silverware in it or something and broke it <laughs> rewild their life says broke her fast today she says she's eating today and that's all that matters is my english muffin and eggs <laughs> Oh man. Oh man. Anyway, silver bullet blend this morning. Another, another, um, French press of that. And I'm a little far into it, uh, a little farther than normal when we started the show. So little, little wound up. Oh man. Jim's Jim's always worried about elder abu abuse. I'll show you elder abuse. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know that uh, that saying things was considered elder abuse because usually you can't hear what I'm saying anyway. So, <laughs> morning, Hunter, swinging in on Twitch. How we doing? Um, what is on the list today? Oh, I'm going to talk about uh, talk about a little conversation Corey and I had. Corey, <laughs> Corey and I had uh, this weekend. Uh, on our drive to or from the the state park, I can't remember which it was, but uh, it kind of goes down a little bit of a conspiracy theory esque road. <clears throat> but we're going to talk about key fobs, and I don't know. It's just a thought that I had. Also, going to talk about uploading some videos yesterday to Amazon Associates and how I did, how I ended up faring. Uh, because I'll uh, I'll get into the. I think I talked yesterday. Uh, and possibly Friday about my struggles with getting some videos rejected and uh, some other stuff here. So anyway, anyway, crazy, crazy weather here um, overnight. It um, the wind was pretty, pretty significant. <laughs> it was pretty significant. Uh, yesterday after dog walks, we came back and the shower, which was a little worse for wear, the, the shower tent that we had outside. It was already a little worse for wear. Um, some poles had had snapped along the way. Some had bent. Uh, the corner tie down, like stake down tabs, had kind of ripped apart. It wasn't in the best shape. Uh, we came back from the dog walks, and it was it was pretty much on its side. It was definitely uh, not usable uh, in its current state. Corey and I uh, talked about it real quick, and I went out basically pulled all the poles out of it rolled it up put it in the back of the truck and we will see see going forward if we can pick it or get it put back up uh whether we keep it for a spare uh possibly could do something with it out um out uh at tim's property i don't know but the poles look pretty bent up for for uh our use as portable up and down so i don't know we might have lost a soldier there we might have lost that tent Getting one ordered today, so uh, so we can uh, get back to outdoor showering. But it's not going to really matter for a little bit because it's going to get it's going to get a little chilly around here. Good morning, Pickle Pete. How are we doing? You guys lost power at 9 p.m. last night. Testing preps today. Was it bad weather or something else that you lost power for? And good morning, Gingerbread Farms. How are we doing? Uh, anyway, while all that weather was going on yesterday, I spent the most of the day. Um, making some more Amazon videos. I, uh, I'm, I'm going through all my old, all my old reviews and man, my content sucked guys. <laughs> I don't know. I don't necessarily know about sucked, but, um, I watched the older, older videos, uh, compared to the newer ones. And I, I have to be happy with the fact that I've gotten better at this. Uh, just in my, just in my observation, I've gotten better at uh at what i'm doing so there is that that's uh that's a plus but i was able to get through and edit down uh man it was it was probably a dozen videos and then i ended up having eight that i uh that i was going to upload to amazon batch upload those i uploaded them all yesterday afternoon they take a little time to review and it sounds from what I've been looking into that it's AI, it's all AI reviews them. So it can get a little, it can get a little sketchy. It can get a little sketchy. Um, it, uh, it is what it is. It is what it is. So got down to eight, it got down to eight videos and uploaded them. 
and had to wait till this morning to see if they got rejected, accepted. Um, and then I still won't know if they're placed on the, what is called, hey, I'm learning terminology. So when you go to um, when you go to uh, Amazon and there's videos and there's more than one, that's called a carousel. Hmm. Yeah. Learning things, learning things. Uh, I, I will have to wait to see if they get put on the carousel. I know I have one at least um in one of the carousels already which is cool because that's getting clicks and purchases uh didn't get a chance to record my weekly update yet but i do have the script down for uh for going forward it should be pretty easy to plug in the numbers and record that up that that's going to come up today it's going to be a week delayed i realized um i realized that it really doesn't matter if i release it on monday tuesday wednesday or friday uh as long as it's before the next week is over so that is on the schedule but I got eight videos uploaded yesterday. Nervously waited all night. I figured I was going to probably get maybe one out of eight. Um, one out of eight. Um, probably, probably one to two out of eight get accepted. Just using the old videos, I'm really having to chop them up because they won't let you talk about anything that isn't present in the video. Like, you can't say... Um, click the link below, click like, or subscribe, like anything like that, uh, it automatically kicks it out. I found that, uh, any labels that, that appeared to be addresses, uh, license plates, barcodes, uh, all sorts of shit will automatically get kicked out. And it's not every time. It's not every time that there's an unreadable label in there that it, it, it kicks it out. And sometimes it'll kick it out for stuff that isn't even um, isn't even related to like uh, an address or something like that. I guess they're super vigilant and not about people not exposing where they live, which is probably a good idea. I mean, it is it is an opsec kind of thing when you're when you're putting recommendations out there and people pick them up. And I mean, it is what it is. It is what it is. But anyway, I had my fingers crossed and woke up this morning. Seven out of eight accepted. Seven out of eight. And it wasn't a bad thing. The eighth one, the one that didn't get accepted, I wasn't um, I wasn't real crazy about anyway. It was for a super cheap item and um, it was what it was. So that one got deleted. But seven more videos up yesterday, which is fantastic. Uh, driving towards that goal of 100 videos. Um, I don't know when we'll get there, but basically just going to do what I can to get to 100 and see how the numbers look as I do that. How it's going to play out, it might be uh, the end of the month. It might be into February. I'm guessing probably in February sometime I'll touch down on that 100 videos because pretty soon here I'll end up having to start recording them, which can be good and bad. Like I said, it's really hard to edit the, the old uh, YouTube videos to make them fit. Uh, I am also learning what needs to be in them, what works, and I'll be able to tailor them for for upload and get more than one video out of each item so as i get an item from amazon or as i have an item around here there's several different things that they're looking for as far as uh, video content uh, unboxings reviews uh, just showing the the product um, comparing it to other products things like that so as i do each item there's a there's a multiple avenues to explore with the video so it's exciting. It's exciting. Uh, stats, stats, uh, stats for the first week weren't crazy. Uh, they'll be in the video when I get that done here, probably today. Looking like today because it's going to be um, super, 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 um, <laughs> super. <laughs> do you need me to? Do you need me to um, do this, Rachel? <laughs> It's going to be crazy weather today, so I don't know how much I'm going to want to be outside, even though I'm going to have to go and get wood because it's going to get cold here. But anyway, to the to the main topic, um, key fobs, it's not that crazy. It's not that uh, in-depth, but uh, I thought I would channel a little bit of Tinfoil Tuesdays today after Corey and I had a little conversation this weekend. Um, <laughs> we got, we got, uh, we got driving along on our way to the state park the other day and we got talking about key fobs well actually the conversation started because we got talking about all the electronics 
and gadgets and um, stupid shit that they started putting in cars that uh, our truck is old enough that we don't have any of that shit. We don't have, we barely have, um... <laughs> okay, grandpa. Okay, grandpa. <laughs> Jim says, sit up, man. You're sl no slouching. Sit up, young man. I haven't been called a young man in a while, but I guess I am younger than you by far. Uh, we got talking about our truck. And when we need to buy a new truck, uh, hopefully later rather than sooner, it's going to suck because they're going to have all this shit in them. Um, we barely have the key that has the unlock and the lock. I mean, I shouldn't say that. It's a, it's a, a 2010 or 11 or something like that. So it doesn't have all the super crazy um, vibrating seat when you go on the line. Um, the the key, <laughs> gingerbread has two keys, one for the door and one to start, or one for one for the ignition and one for the trunk. Um, <laughs> um so Corey and i were just like lamenting the fact that at some point our truck's gonna die and at some point it's not gonna be worth fixing or putting money into uh and we're gonna have to experience this and so we went down that road talking about all the stupid shit in them and i was like i don't remember if it was her or i brought it up the the key fob thing the the no key start um the no key uh it just has to be in your pocket for the car to start and you press the button and you see all the stories of the people that get places and they didn't have their key like they, it was close enough to start their car um <laughs> good morning canadian farmstead and jim says this this conversation's irrelevant he's turning down his hearing aids because his model t doesn't have all these gizmos <laughs> um but you know you hear all the stories about people that are like uh oh, man uh started the car and got where i was going didn't have the key fob couldn't get back in couldn't get it started couldn't leave to go into the store blah 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 all that shit <clears throat> and I got thinking, I was like, you know, everybody thinks that uh, the government's going to control all these cars with um, with like the OnStar, which they can. Like, obviously, we've seen seen cases where carjackings and that and they just disable it and it stops. Like, I get it. Like, they're showing their hand there. I think it's the fobs, guys. I think it's the key fobs. I think that we are going to, Chris Dixon says, not the car's fault. People are dumb. Yeah, I do. I agree that people are dumb, but I think there might be a more uh, end around there. If we can, if we can, well, Jim says the kill switch is coming in the new car near, near you. What if we can tie the key fob to not only the car, but the front door to your house, your electricity, your TV, your water spigot, your everything, your everything. And maybe that key fob turns on and off different things depending on your maybe, I don't know, social credit score, something like that. It's not just your car. Crazy? I don't know. I don't know. Gingerbread Farm says Tesla uses your phone. Okay, perfect, perfect. Maybe we can integrate key fobs and cars, or key fobs and phones. Excuse me. I don't know. I don't know. It just came to me. It was like it, it, we can put kill switches in the car. We can turn off the. We can turn off the the electricity. We can do all that, but that's all individual. What if we had one point of contact for each person and they had to carry their fob? Or maybe, maybe even they implanted the thing in you. So just as you move around society, um, yeah, yeah. Pip says, sounds like the key fob is the phone. Um, Hunter said, my friend is disabled. Her whole everything is wired mostly via Alexa. That'd be hard to turn off. 
Jim says phone will do it all. That's not that's not surprising to me. I mean, that's the same thing as a goddamn fob. That's the same. I mean, it's the same thing. Uh oh. Rachel has a private conversation for me. Rachel, I didn't mean to say it. I swear. <laughs> anyway, that was something Corey and I spun on, and it um it uh pickle piece says I have a digi front door. That's great. What if the batteries die, dude? What if the batteries die, dude? I don't know. Transhumanism. Uh with Elon. Yeah, that's like where they implant the chips in their head, isn't it? Brain implants, yeah. They can have that, man. There's people that are excited for that shit. Um, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm going to be... Um, I'm going to be out in the woods by myself. For sure. In that case. Like, I don't need a chip in my head. I don't need a chip in me at all. Like, I have enough, I have enough problem taking care of my own thoughts, let alone other people put shit in my head. <laughs> Pickle Pete says a brick. Oh, that's great. Bank accounts and phones already set up. Not a stretchy thought at all. Uh, yeah, Rewilder Life says she does. She doesn't even have online banking. We were talking about that last night, and then uh, or Alexa or that shit. Um, I I dabbled with the um, I dabbled with the um, virtual assistant on my phone at one point. And I was like, yeah, this is fucking nuts. No. No, no, no. Turned it all off and went in the back end, turned everything off. Um, Jim says people were lining up to be chipped. I remember a ways back. Uh, I can't remember. Whew, must have been maybe 2010-ish. I'm trying to place where I was working when I was reading about it, but... Um, <laughs> MSU Rifle says he has a chip on his shoulder. <laughs> oh, anyway, um, they were talking about it was a news article about vending machines and uh, a company's doing um, companies doing um, vending machines at work with implanted chips. And the employees talking about how just how wonderful it was to get a chip in my hand. And now I don't have to bring my wallet to work. All I do is scan my hand in front of the machine and it gives me my food. And I was like, you guys are fucking nuts. The whole company was super excited to, uh, to get this. <coughs> they were super excited. And I was like, you guys are insane. Um, <laughs> Jim Jim says yeah med info could be uh so you could be scanned like a cat or a dog that's exactly it that's exactly it um so anyway the so the vending machines were in there and they were telling people that if you didn't want to get the chip you weren't going to be able to use the vending machines because they were going to take all the other payment options out of them and I'm like okay I guess I'm bringing my lunch but holy shit yeah Dixon says what happens when you get fired exactly exactly uh pickle piece says vending machine palm scan yeah squirrel stocks those interesting 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 jim disney gets disney gets fingerprints upon entry of everyone now like you have to give them fingerprint well obviously i mean they you touch everything in there but you willingly have to give them uh give them fingerprint scan to get into disney now Guess I'm not going to Disney ever again. <laughs> not that I was going to go anyway. Who would want to go to a huge concentration of people to stand in line? Eh, sounds like a great time. Sounds like a great time. Anyway, that was my uh, that was my thoughts on uh, key fobs in the road that can go down. Um, implanted fobs, like it is what it is. Jim says they scan a finger when you go in. Everyone, Jesus, no thanks. <laughs> Check that off the list. Uh, major sporting events can't carry a gun. Check that off the list. <laughs> that was the favorite when they out when they banned uh, uh, firearms in Minnesota. You you could have a permit to carry. You could have a permit to con conceal carry uh, in Minnesota, 
but I couldn't carry my firearm into a into a, a Twins game, which wasn't a big deal. I don't think it was necessarily being at the game. It was the walk through the shady neighborhood from the stadium to my car after the game when everyone between those two points knew that I couldn't carry my fucking gun to the game. No, thanks. No, thanks. <laughs> Rewilder Life says, I love Disney. Nope. Good riddance. Yeah, I think it's time to play up on those. Uh, was it the um, Mickey Mouse became public domain? <laughs> That could get fun. <laughs> oh, man, man. Anyway, those are fobs. Those are the fobs. That was cool. Uh, cool conversation. And 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 right down those roads, you guys are going to love this shit. So we go to Chicksaw, Chicksaw National or State Park. It was State Park. Uh, get there. We go, like I said yesterday, we went to the, the, the check-in thing. We saw the, the captured birds that they had. Um, not captured birds, uh, like the display birds that were in these. I mean, at least the cages were kind of big, but I felt kind of sorry for them as I looked at them that they couldn't be out just like soaring around. I've kind of gotten in touch with the birds. Um, I'm not one of those crazy guys that thinks that uh, the birds aren't real. I think the pigeons may be a, a, a ploy of some sort, but most birds are real. I've shot enough of them and eaten them that I know they're not fake. Uh, there was uh, some not, none of these birds, none of the bee birds I will mention in the next in the next couple minutes. I have shot. Um, I have not shot them, uh, but uh, there were some red tail red tailed hawks, uh, some great horned owls, and this and that. And I felt kind of bad for them because they were in this cage. And I was like, initially, I was like, oh, it's, it's big enough that they can fly around in there from perch to perch. And I was like, you know. I really enjoy watching birds like soar around in the sky. I bet they really like doing that too. And these birds just can't. Corey's like, well, maybe they have recall feature. Maybe they've taught them to come back. Uh, and which maybe, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I felt kind of bad that they were in there. Uh, but I took pictures and video of them anyway. Anyway, um, we got down to our parking area. And we were getting ready to go out on the hike. And there was a little bathroom area. and. Um, a little bathroom area and Corey had to, to, to use the restroom. So we walk over there and as we were standing, I was standing outside waiting and I saw these, uh, saw these posts, which, you know, I worked in gas stations enough that I know what electric charging station looks like. And it looked like a very, very uh, primitive, uh, rudimentary older style vehicle charging station. And I was like, huh, interesting. It was like two parking spots right next to the right next to the little thing. Um, Chris Dixon says maybe they're chipped into a perimeter. I don't know. I don't know, man. They were like they were locked down hard. I think if they were chipped into a perimeter, they probably would have had open access to the outside. These were in like little um, like zoo cages. I mean, probably smaller than that. <laughs> they were it was they were they were in captivity for sure. Um, and so I, I sit there and I was like reading the stuff and I was like, it was, it was, uh, it was two spots for electric charging station. I was like, um, MSU rifle says most of the ones I've seen at the state parks in Tennessee are rehabs and not able to make it in the wild. Okay. I mean, I get it. That's cool. That's cool. If they are, uh, one did look pretty worse for wear. Uh, I do have to admit, and I didn't know if that was because it was depressed by being in a cage or if it was maybe not right. But anyway, I uh, I walked up to these charging stations. I'm reading the thing and I was like, oh, this is really cool. They have charging stations here. Uh, and I'm looking for like the the credit card machine or the, the online payment system or anything. And I come around to the side, free charging. Free charging for electric vehicles at the at the Tennessee State Park. And then I looked around and I couldn't find my free gas. I I didn't see it anywhere. I didn't have a chance to stop and ask the park ranger where, where the free gas fill-up was. But, hey, if you drive an electric vehicle, you can go charge your shit for free at, uh, at the state park while you're walking around. I thought that was awesome. I wonder who pays for that. No state income tax here. Sales tax? Federal grant? 
I don't know who pays for the electric for uh, for people to charge their vehicles at the the Tennessee State Parks. Anybody know MSU Rifle? You're a you're a local. Um, if you're listening, if anybody in Tennessee is listening to this after the fact, I'm just curious. I'm not saying it's a good thing or a bad thing. I'm just pointing out the fact that uh, it's there. It is there. Um, so that was uh, another observation from the from the state park. Um, Gingerbread Farm says there's a lot of places that have charging. Yeah, I know that, but why are they free? Why? Why? How does that make sense? Or they got a grant? <laughs> Electricity just doesn't make itself. I mean, it does at James's house, but he still had to buy the he still had to buy the panels and shit. <coughs> like, I don't get it. I don't give a shit if it's high speed or not. High speed, low speed, still fucking electricity that no one's paying for or somebody's paying for that's not the person getting it. You're a you're a you're a socialist, aren't you, James? <laughs> uh, anyway, with the the shitty weather that came in yesterday with the uh, with the um... <laughs> Hunter says they think that was the incentive to get off of gas and to visit whatever spot that had the free charging. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Rewilder Life asked if they had paid for a card. No, that's the thing. Like, I looked, I figured there was a card somewhere, and no, it, it sure as shit just said free. I was looking, I was actually looking. I wasn't looking to see if you had to pay or not. I was looking to see how much you had to pay. Like my brain never went to this should be free. Like I never in a million years walked up to this thing and going, oh, this is a free charging station. Like I was searching for the rate schedule. I was looking on the screen for the thing for the for um different options and and um Dixon says our state parks free to visit. Yes, they were free to visit. They were. And I was very surprised. Corey and I had a conversation about it. Uh, it looks like all the state parks in Tennessee are free. I don't. I, I don't know. I don't know. Donations. They run on donations and things like that. Who pays for the maintenance of the parks would be the rentals of the, the stuff that needs to be maintained. And donations. But I don't know. I don't know who pays for their electricity. So I would be more than happy to pay entrance fee. Like I paid entrance fees at, at parks. That's that's nothing. That's nothing that I um, that I think should be free. It is. It is. Okay, Long says USB charging is now required everywhere. Tax dollars. Rachel Rachel says tax dollars, but that's curious to me with a state with no income tax, no state income tax, um, that that budget from the sales tax or however they're making that up beyond donations would be allocated to free electricity. Federal federal tax maybe maybe it's a state park i don't know maybe they get a grant i don't know pay for it all anyway they pay for it all anyway the the state park uh the free state park thing there is one there's uh there's a couple different ways to look at that um if it is if it is uh just a state park if it is if it is trails, non-maintained trails, trails maintained to a minimum standard, marked trees. Uh, this, this, the trails that we were on were basically straight spray painted, spray painted, um, spray painted dots on the trees, different colors. Uh, there were some some amenities, but I feel that uh, a, a piece of land that sits there idle. Uh, that has somebody run a chainsaw every once in a while could either be um, Dixon says grants are still taxes. Yeah, they are. Anything, anything the government does is a tax because they don't make anything of their own. Uh, I think that that is a very, 
a very easy thing to fund through private donation, through volunteer work, through through the things like that. The the bulk of the state park that we saw had amenities, but they um, they um, we looked at how much it cost to rent the the cabin. So they had cabins there. They had um, event facilities. They had um, they had like kiosks, not kiosks, um, pavilions that you could rent for events. The the prices weren't horrible, but they were definitely more than that. They were they were making a profit on them. And I'm sure profit is the wrong word. I'm sure it all goes back into the maintenance of the park. So there's like two different things there. And being out on like uh, BLM, Bureau of Land Management land out west uh, with the minimum amount of of maintenance, of um, upkeep, of of structures, of of money that would need to be taken to run it, other than the fact that it's just a piece of land to go hike on, to go walk around on, to go shoot things on. Um, it, uh, I don't think it's that expensive, and I think that the these these park this park probably pays for itself in the rentals, and if they want to give that away as electricity. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Um, maybe they should put a gas pump there too. I understand why they why they pump electricity. I'm not naive to that fact. So <coughs> Gingerbread says or uh, MSU rifle says Tennessee has an excess of tax revenue, don't spend all they collect then they should lower the sales tax. I bought some shit the other day and I uh, I don't know if it was the county I was in or what was going on. Um, 10%? I don't know. I don't think I was crazy. MSU Rifle says they live five minutes from a Tennessee state park. They have a friends of the state park and have uh, several work days each year. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's um, that's how you keep things free. But do they have friends of the, the coal fire electric plant or uh, what? Oh, Tennessee, Tennessee Valley Authority. They do damn hydroelectric, right? I don't know. Is is the TVA donating electricity to the state parks of uh, of Tennessee to provide free charging stations? Nine point seven five percent. I was uh, I was close. I was close. And and you know, sales tax is about the one that is uh, less insidious than the rest because you just don't buy shit. You just don't buy shit. Gingerbread says, "Put a gas pump there so you can come fix it at one a.m." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> erroneous alarm going off 1 a.m. at Tennessee State Park emergency dispatch <laughs> you get there and a squirrel chewed through a wire <laughs> oh man MSU says if TVA's if TVA's giving it away we're still paying for it yeah that's a man that is a hot topic in the local Facebook groups um, is the the bump in their electric costs and I was like, oh, weird. It got cold and you have electric heat and your bill went up significantly. But it uh, sounds like they do have a winner, a winner rate, maybe. Uh, I haven't really dug in much. My electric, my electric bill is not that big here. Uh, we don't use enough electric. Uh, we don't use very much electric to begin with. Uh, except now Corey's got a little electric space heater. But I think that'll still stay within the budget. I think our electric bill was, um, you know, sits in the under $30 a month. So. Um, Jim says there is a village that was north of us that had their own power plant in the village paid a lot less than outside. Hmm. I mean, there is something to be said about privatization. Roads. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. So anyway, that was uh, that was another thing that I saw at the park was the the free the free um, electricity, uh, the shower, the shower. MSU rifle says my winter bill is half the summer bill. I heat with wood. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what I I think in this area in this climate 
if you aren't heating with at least supplemental heating with wood, man, I, I think, um, I think you're making a mistake. I look at the price and I guess, I guess it would change if everybody started heating with wood, but the price of wood, the price of firewood in, in Tennessee compared to Minnesota, <laughs> yeah, man, might be worth making runs back and forth. I don't know. It's a long ways. You'd have to bring a lot to make it worth it. You would definitely have to make um, make it worth it. Uh, Ginger Bros says, uh, Wyandotte, Michigan had their own power plant and Cape gave out free light bulbs. Hmm, interesting. Wyandotte. Wyandotte, is that where they uh, they made the chicken breed? I really like those chickens. We had uh, We had several different varieties of those chickens, and we really liked them. Um, done. I mentioned that earlier. We, uh, I, I, I put that to rest. We're going to be looking in, looking into different models. We're going to get one ordered. I'm probably going to be able to scab that up and, uh, and, and take care of it. And if it gets delayed and shipping or something, but we do have a bunch of stuff showing up this week. I'm excited about, uh, today I'm going to go pick up, um, <laughs> Uh, oh, on the heating thing, Chris Dixon says, but if you're running AC through the summer, why such an increase? Um, you know, the, the, the theories of why the people's electric bills are jumping, uh, are cracking me up. They're talking, uh, and it could be true. It could be true. They're talking about, um, they were, they were talking about <laughs> that they raised the price in town to pay for the Christmas lights which maybe they do, maybe they do, all the Christmas lights in town, or this or that, and I was just like, hmm, maybe it was cold and your heater ran all the time, I don't know, maybe the rate went up, I, I don't know, I don't know enough, I don't look at a utility bill uh, to see the, the, the price per kilowatt hour or anything like that, who knows. <laughs> Jim said in Alaska on those on those shows because we know all the shows from Alaska are, are are up and up and legit. So we'll start there. We'll start there. Jim 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 is uh is old and naive and he thinks that everything on TV is real. How about the internet? Is everything on the internet real too, Jim? Um, the people chip in and bring wood to the elders. Uh, something to be learned about respecting elders there. <laughs> Hunter, the, the the HVAC guy, comes in, weighs in with a great point. People forget to turn off their heater. Nobody pays attention to the heat. They pay attention to the cold. Very true. Very true. And your heater just runs in the background. That is a, a very good um, very good thing. Jim says, I have Google. Is that the interwebs? Jim, have you ever um, have you ever typed your Google search into your Facebook profile, your Facebook status? Chris Dixon. Chris Dixon, he ain't no spring chicken either. He says they can't put it put it on the internet if it isn't true, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, anyway, I'm excited. Uh, through tragedy comes opportunity, I guess. Uh, the, shower, the shower got taken down. The shower got taken down. Um, I'm going to have to order a new one of those. I got some stuff I'm picking up today. I'm excited to pick up the Daily Stoic. I do have a link still in the bot in the video description to the Amazon listing where you can get the ebook. It's still on sale for $1.99. Uh, you can get paperback or hardcover. I'll probably get that in today and and start kind of just touching on it daily on the show. Not it's not going to become the stoicism podcast, but just thoughts. Um it, it is really about just my life and and what's going on. So I think if I'm if I'm sitting if I'm sitting there and um, if I'm sitting there contemplating something for a significant amount of my day, obviously it should be brought into the show. So if you want to follow along, I will definitely uh, I will definitely be sharing what uh, kind of what kind of path I'm going to take through the book. Chris is only on sale in the U.S. and U.K. I'm sorry. Aren't you part of the U.K., though? Or did you guys finally get your independence in Canada? But uh, yeah, Daily Stoics showing up today. We got some uh, some other items showing up today. And tomorrow is the scheduled delivery of our new chairs. Uh, this is a great opportunity for 
more videos for me, which is exciting. Um, the chairs are a, a, a significant purchase. Uh, the price point is up. I'm, I'm seeing that there is a big drive in Amazon Associates to get the super high dollar items. I think there's a sweet spot and a niche for that, um, that mid-range price, that $50 to $300 items uh, where people see the price and they're like, the commission isn't that great. I think there is a, a, a lacking where people are really trying to target those high dollar, high dollar, which I get. Obviously, if you're getting a percentage, you want the the sale the the, the sale price to be high. But I think um, I think there is a good mix for quantity, quantity and quality, and uh, in that mid price range. So a couple hundred bucks for the shares. Uh, so I'll start selling a few of those. I uh, I put up some some decent videos yesterday for some some mid dollar. Uh, I'm ta talking like two hundred, three hundred dollar items. And, um, so that's opportunity Buy a new, buy a new shower tent. That's going to be up over a hundred dollars. I think these items are, uh, are a sweet spot to where you're going to sell a decent amount of them. It's not, uh, it's not a lower volume purchased item, but, uh, it's still high enough. So we'll see. Jim says, I was teaching myself HTML when you were playing dodgeball in gym class there, Sonny. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I don't know about that, Jim. I don't know. I didn't like dodgeball that much. I graduated in the mid-90s, Jim. I tried to avoid gym class for the last few years of that. So. <laughs> oh, man. HTML, huh? <laughs> what are you working on these days, Jim? You got any uh, you got any quirky projects you're working on? <clears throat> so shower uh, shower going down is a is an opportunity to bring in more items. Uh, I'm really looking at that. Gingerbread says volume. You need to make the video once and let the money trickle in. Yes and no. Yes and and no. Yeah, um, the the way to make it work is to get your videos on the on the review pages. Um, they're not on the review pages on the product listing pages, and they they periodically will rotate those in. So you constantly need to be uploading new videos. I shouldn't say constantly. I think if you get a, a, enough of them there, you're gonna you're gonna trickle in anyway. Um, but doing doing um, the storefront, and I think as you, as I build a following on the storefront where people can go and just start there, look at the recommended products page, look at the uh, the lists, uh, see all the videos directly, and then purchase from there, that helps. But as far as on listing items, I think if I put a thousand videos up in the next two months and then didn't do anything, I think there would be a big pop and a and a slow trickle off from my observation. I don't I haven't been doing it long enough to actually to know that for sure. Assumption through different conversations. So uh but anyway, the 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 guy that I found on uh on YouTube the other day and I started looking at his stuff, uh he has an extension for he has an extension for um Chrome that helps sort this stuff out. And I was digging into it yesterday, and I think it's definitely going to be one of those items that once I have consistently started making more than the cost of the extension, that it would be beneficial. Uh, I sent the guy a message. I asked him uh, really what type of what type of increase in productivity will I have with this. And we had a chat about it, and I think it, I think it's reasonable. He definitely understands that I don't want to come out and uh, and throw money at something that I'm trying to build up uh, from zero and see how I do. But it's definitely, I think, part of that reinvestment of of earned funds, uh, not to go negative to do it, but um, maybe kick it back in there to uh, just make it better. So I'm going to explore that when uh, when the time comes. And at 30, I think it's 30 bucks a month. So was a, a, a dollar commissions a day goes towards uh, making your life easier. We'll see. We'll see. With a goal of uh, of hitting $100 a day, 99 would do. 
I got 99 problems, but that Chrome extension is not one of them. Um, so that is, uh, that's coming up. I, uh, we, I did find a little leak, uh, right above the roof there. Uh, I remembered as I saw a water drip come out that, uh, I had a water drip in the last major rain event and then it, uh, it passed me by. <clears throat> I think I have a little bit of pooling going on next to, next to something that I installed on the roof. Uh, I was able to shine a light up in there and see where the drip was coming from. And I should be able to get sealed up as soon as we dry up enough and I can get up on the roof and get it sealed sooner rather than later. It didn't look too worse for wear up in where I got to uh, shine the light. So that will, that will get taken care of. I mean, RVs are notorious for having leaks, so it will be what it is and we'll get her fixed up and, uh, and assess the damage if there is any. Uh, but I think I think it was just leaking, leaking through uh, a pinhole or uh, not a pinhole, but a, uh, a crack in the sealant or something. And I just got to get up there and seal it up. But these big rain events will definitely, definitely expose things like that. Um, what else is on the list here? Um, short, short, short topic. Nine minutes. We uh, we got some cold air coming. <laughs> i didn't say the government was going to track gingerbread says i have a daily podcast about my life the government is going to track my key fob i don't give a shit if they track it i understand that i'm already being tracked i don't want them turning off and turning on my access to shit because of my little fob i carry around that's all i'm saying dude they track me already i'm not i'm not I have no illusions. I uh, I had a conversation with somebody yesterday. They were talking uh, a couple days ago. They're talking about um, chat security. Spinoff from a conversation in a group. I got talking to somebody one on one about it, and they were so concerned about um, the privacy in different apps and this and that. And I was like, man, I assume I'm being listened to. <laughs> I assume I assume everything is being recorded unless I'm standing out in the woods with no device within uh, within 100 feet of me. Uh, I assume I'm being listened to. And if I got a phone in my pocket, I'm being tracked. It, just assume that and you'll you'll come out ahead. All right. Um, anyway, it's going to get cold here. I just was going to bring up. Um, bring up some things i had noticed uh, the other day it's supposed to get cold here for for a couple of days it's supposed to get really cold it, it looks like for one overnight i was seeing single digits like low single digits like zero one degree something like that but it uh it reminded me of something i was thinking about the other day i was on facebook i think but this isn't just um this isn't just isolated to facebook I was scrolling through and I saw a local group had posted some uh, some future prediction maps of the weather. Now, it turned out it's going to get cold, which is fine, which is fine. I, I don't mind knowing that that's coming up. It, it allows me to get prepared a little bit more. Uh, it's January. I figure it's going to get cold a little bit. Um, <laughs> and um, so I uh, I was kind of following along. And I was, I saw, I saw similar maps again, and and you've probably seen them recently. It's a big map of the United States, and it's got like bright red and white and purple, like all the danger colors. You see them in the summer too. It's weird. Uh, they use the same colors for hot and cold. But um, I uh, I was looking at it, and I was like, man, that looks pretty rough. And the topics is uh, the the headline said something like uh super cold future head blah 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 blah, 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 you know one of those extremist headlines and i was like holy crap it's gonna get really cold and for some reason i i I don't know the map well enough like i know kind of where we are but unless uh there's major points on the map i'm like i don't know exactly where we are and we were kind of like on the border of one of the the transitions of the temperatures so i was like oh I'm not used to this area. I wonder what cold means here. So I clicked on the map and I'm looking at the colors and I'm like, I can't tell what, uh, I can't tell what each color means. And I, uh, I looked 
at the legend, which wasn't available. Like when you saw the picture without clicking on it, you couldn't see the legend. And if you guys don't know what the legend is, it, it's the thing that tells you what the colors mean. Uh, I think everybody listening to this or in the audience should probably know that. But I, I look at the legend and it basically said these colors are representative representation of the percent chance that the temperature is less than the average temperature for the 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 area and i was like wait what wait so i looked at it and it was like 10% chance it's going to be colder than last time was like extreme white. And the next one was like a little or a little, or excuse me, it was like 40% chance it's going to be colder. Um, and then the next one was a little less aggressive and down. And the last, the one we were in was like a 10% chance it's going to be colder than the average. And I was like, that's a pretty aggressive map. Now, I went back and looked at it, and if you looked at that map, you would assume that it's going to be negative 20 here. And maybe it will be. Maybe it will be. But I think it was pretty disingenuine the way they did it. And I think this is a pretty common theme that uh, we just need to get people whipped up about whatever we can and um, thinking about everything that they shouldn't be, <coughs> that there's no need to be. Um this was two weeks prior to this. And yes, it's going to get cold. Yes, there's a cold. Like, there's patterns, you know, in January, it gets fucking cold. That's that's that has been happening for a long time. Um, I could guess that maybe in February, I don't know this area, but in Minnesota, I could tell you February is going to be cold. It might be colder than normal. Maybe, maybe normal cold or maybe a little warmer. Uh, but it gets cold. It gets cold in January. It gets cold in February. I just need to know approximately, like, do we have a big storm coming, this or that? I don't need to know the percent chance that it might be colder than average. Stop. Stop getting people worried. Stop getting people all whipped up. Stop getting, they're, they're, they're obvious, like, this, I'm not telling anything anybody doesn't, and telling people anything they don't know. But people are just scrolling by looking at that and freaking out. Geriatrics and dually trucks. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, it just it uh it frustrates me. It frustrates me. And then it gets spread and it gets shared and it gets hyped up. And it's like, really? Is this is this where like I get back onto Facebook and I realize this doesn't happen um no, this doesn't happen in uh, on Noster. I haven't seen one of those extreme weather maps on Noster. I don't know. Dixon says, like, when they change the grow zones. Yeah, I mean, just, like, it's just nonsense. It's nonsense. Really is. Really is. So, anyway, anyway guys, we're going to wrap up here. Um and uh but it is supposed to get pretty cold here uh we're going to be prepping for that it's supposed to be uh like i said down uh, overnight uh, to one degree but for one night we'll figure it out we uh we went through a, a decent snap there in texas three or four days uh we'll probably drain the water here we'll probably stock up inside with jugs of water we do have access to a spigot here so that makes it a little easier than last time we went through it in texas it is what it is it is what it is it's no changing it i'm not going to pack up the camper and roll down to texas where it's just still going to be cold um we'll roll through it we'll be fine we'll be fine we'll get a big old pile of wood over here this in the next few days and i don't think that's supposed to hit till uh monday or tuesday next week and by then uh, the temp will probably come up and it won't be as extreme as they want to make it out to <laughs> jim says on Noster they only memes only memes <laughs> only memes making fun to, of the weather people Oh, all right. Well, we're going to wrap up, guys. I'm going to get out of here. I'm looking forward to getting that Daily Stoic today, uh, getting more you more Amazon videos up, getting that weekly report recorded and out. I don't know. Um, 
should be a good day. Should be a good day. You guys have got anything you want me to talk about in the next couple of days, be feel free to shoot it to me in email on Telegram, in the Telegram group, in a reply on Telegram channel. I uh, I take all suggestions on topics for sure. Uh, maybe I take them, maybe I don't. I, I, I will read them for sure. I will read them for sure. Other than that, guys, if you'd like to participate in the live comments, you can always join the live recording Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. Central on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, and Twitter. If you enjoyed the show, please consider sharing it with others. You can find links to all my social media services I offer, recommended products, and companies I'm affiliated with at thelotsproject.com. Be sure to listen on one of your favorite podcasts, 2.0 Value for Value podcast players like Podverse or Fountain.fm. Now also uploading to Wavelake, which reminds me, I need to do that from yesterday. Still quite isn't in that uh, that daily, daily routine. I'll get that up. I'll get yesterday's up and today's up over on Wavelake as soon as we get done with a wet, wet dog walk. Anyway, guys, stay dry, stay warm, keep your powder dry, keep your eyes open, keep your head on a swivel, make sure your day goes great and we make it back because I look forward to talking to you tomorrow. Yeah.